welcome, 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 friends, to <laughs> Contemplative State, our amazing and wonderful podcast. Yes, uh, McKenna Baum here and Jesse Roth. Woo! It's actually McKenna Baum. <sighs> We're so professional. McKenna Baum. Woo! Uh, thank and you, Jesse Roth, here on Contemplative State. Welcome to the podcast. Okay, well, that should cover that. Um, <laughs> so you were talking about how hope implies this kind of like two-sided coin, right? We're like, oh, we're hoping. It's like expectation. We're like hoping something good happens, but we're expecting that something terrible is going to happen. <laughs> like, But we're really hoping for like a good outcome because of i want to say proof that we've all seen that shit usually doesn't work out <laughs> or sometimes doesn't work out and we like it's easier to remember the pain than it is to remember like the goodness right so like i'm just leading into yeah. this because this morning right before we got on this call i literally heard the word postulate and i was like hmm what does postulate mean i don't know okay well you're gonna check it out so as a verb Postulate is to ask, demand, or claim. To claim or assume the existence or truth of, especially as a basis for reasoning or arguing. Um, but as a noun, postulate means something taken on as self-evident or assumed without proof as a basis of reasoning. And I've been like getting a lot of messages around proof lately like show me the proof show me the evidence let me see it and I'm like everybody shut up it doesn't make sense um <laughs> this is it. proof i feel like is an ego driven word well and i mean proof if we take it even farther right proof really like comes from this like scarcity or like dehydrated lens right because it's like needing like Proof is like a need to convince somebody of something, you know, it's more like external versus just like knowing if something is true or not. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I went a little deeper because proof, that word stuck out to me. I was like, oh, proof. Here it is again. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> so then proof is evidence sufficient to establish a thing as true or to produce belief in its truth. It comes from the Latin uh i can't read the word i can't read my handwriting but it means uh a test and it is akin to probare i think that's how you say it which is also a latin word to test and find good this is also akin to a word pre p-r-e-e -E, a test trial or taste a test by sampling which i love because i'm like this is what proof truly means it is the experiential evidence. It's the, it's you taste it, you taste it for yourself and it becomes true because you know from within yourself through your own experience. This is what embodiment is. Proof is in the embodiment. Mm. And then, so it's interesting the way that proof is used in a very disembodied way, you know, like in a very, like, very much so of the mind of like convincing people of things. 
Yes. So it's like when someone says like, show me the proof, it's like, well, I can't show it to you. I just, ex I experienced, let me tell you of my experience. That is my proof. And that's all that's necessary. Because I've been seeing like for myself and in like in relationship with my clients and conversations I'm having with other people that they're like, oh, I, you know, this thing happened and I'm seeing how it like disproves a previous program or previous thought I had about myself or my life or what's possible for me. And then, and what my response to that was like, and this happened in like a few different conversations where I was like, oh, cool. There's your evidence of what's possible. Like you're building the foundation of your own evidence in your experience to know what is possible. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it, it like builds on each other. You, you get that first like taste. I love that that's like the, the word test by saying like yeah. you get the first taste of like what you didn't think was possible is actually possible because you, you, you experienced it. You're like, oh, whoa, that is awesome. That tastes really good. I want more of that. And so you know that it's because you know it's possible, mm -hmm. it becomes even more possible because you've experienced it. Yeah. So it's like building the evidence within ourselves of what is true and possible yeah. for us. Okay, so I want to bring this back to hope then, because that's what we started with, right? I feel like hope does the same thing. It really like mirrors that process, right? Like, in order to have hope, you have to have like, there has to be some sort of experiential evidence, if you will, within yourself, that things could go in a good direction, right? Because hope kind of has like, I think you were saying in the beginning, hope has this like, connotation that like things should go bad right and hope is like the optimistic like but they won't um and I feel like it kind of like builds on itself until you get to this point where like hope becomes much more like certain right it's like you've had enough of either proof right of things going well or just like you know hope I suppose is much more about feeling or kind of this like inner knowing or inner experiencing versus like something on the outside that you get to this point where like hope becomes very like concrete it's like you know like just like with with proof right you get to a point where you're like this is my truth or this is this is something that I know to be true because of my experience yeah totally because I feel like Honestly, I feel like that's where I've been for a while with hope. Like I have never really liked the word because I feel like, like to say that I'm hopeful, I feel like implies like this like smallness of like, I'm hopeful that things will get better, you know? And and that's never how it's felt. It's just it's like, like no. It's like powerlessness. It's, yeah. I, I feel I'm, I'm, I'm hoping because I'm helpless. Like I can't, I can't create the reality that I, you know, want I just have to like wait for it to happen to me right right yeah and the way that I've always felt with it is like no I just know things are gonna be good like I know things I know everything's gonna work out you know or like I remember I've been called like optimistic or that I have like a really positive outlook and I'm like and I'm, I'm like well thank you but like I just I just like no it, it's gonna be fine <laughs> you know like those words kind of like only make sense in a context where you assume that things could go badly I don't know. It's just like yeah. interesting to think about. Yeah, it is interesting. 
it's like okay so then what are then what are we doing are we postulating (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like get I don't know like what's the replacement for hope (laughs) I postulate that things will be wonderful (laughs) (laughs) I mean I guess it doesn't really matter but I'm just curious is like what what's the replacement language for hope and it oh I just heard in my head like oh I choose Mm. because that I'm reading that book conscious language and like that's that's been so empowering for me is like saying I choose yeah I'm choosing this Mm -hmm. because we always have choice yeah always have a choice even if we can't see it it's always there the other one that I like is the I desire versus I want or I need yeah comes from this much more like both of the choose and desire come from this very like empowered state right of like I have everything that I need but I'm choosing to do this or I like would like this you know I desire this yeah you're not coming from that place of lack like Mm -hmm. like oh I'm so hungry I need to stuff my face right now or like Mm -hmm. you know like yeah anything like that you're you have like you said you have everything you need I feel like Chris talked about this in, in the training that we did um, about like, or maybe on one of his lives, I can't remember, but he was talking about how like, I, I'm, I'm fully self-sustained. I need nothing. Mm-hmm. I, like I can choose to have that piece of cake or that head of broccoli because it sounds good and like I want to ingest it like I don't need it and that's I think I think that that's the illusion that we're being sold like we've been sold for so long like of time maybe I don't know um (laughs) but we are not whole and capable of being okay in our own body and being like satisfied and nourished without anything else from outside of us. Yeah. But we get, but we get to experience everything out Mm -hmm. of our choice of what do I want to experience? What do I desire? Sorry, not want. What do I desire to experience now in this moment? And that can include both, you know, a positive and also what we deem as negative experiences mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. get to experience all of it and all of it makes up our experience yeah <laughs> interesting i feel like what this conversation is really turning into is like sort of the hydrated versus dehydrated lens right or like coming from scarcity or fear is another word i would use for it or coming from this place of like centeredness and love right is like we can be experiencing the same thing like eating that piece of cake right but be coming from like a completely different energy around it and like the and going back to like proof or hope right it like comes back to this like centeredness and like knowing of something versus this like need to yeah it's like this it is like this hunger it feels like this like hamster wheel right like oh my god I gotta I gotta get something or like it feels very like chaotic to me (laughs) yeah um 
Yeah, and it's interesting too because from when we talk about like hydration and dehydration, like the perspective of that, like lack or love or like lack or fullness or whatever, like um, love or fear, scarcity or abundance, the spectrum, right? It's the spectrum of of all things. Um, But when you're in the, like a hydrated view, when you're in the hydrated state, you can choose to experience things that are dehydrated, but it doesn't necessarily like pull you into lack mentality. Like, and I'm saying, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm seeing this um, visual of like, um, you know, when you're hydrated and you're feeling good and then, <clears throat> you know, you have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And like you experience, you can like I know this from my own experience. So that's why I'm sharing it. Like, I you know I mostly drink water. I sometimes have juice, and occasionally I have a glass of wine or a drink. And I drink the drink, and I immediately like I can almost like within 15 minutes, like my lips start to get chapped, or mm-hmm. like I start to feel you know because I, I don't drink that much anymore. Like I get yeah. kind of like. I got to pace myself. I'm getting a little lightheaded. Like I should have a glass of water or whatever. Like, and you, you can experience it, but it, it, it doesn't like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I guess like I'm using that as an example. Cause I feel like the body is such a tangible way to understand ethereal or like <laughs> existential experiences. Um, so like, and if you continue to drink that, right, then it will dehydrate you. But if you have a glass of wine and that's it, and then you continue to drink your water, you can feel what it feels like to be dehydrate, dehydrated without fully giving yourself over to full dehydration. And mm-hmm. I say that because, like, I used to drink all the time. So, like, when and when you're drinking all the time, you don't – function at like a high level like you're consistently like having issues with your body right Mm -hmm. so I just know that in my own body like now that I drink more water like I feel much different like Mm -hmm. so it's such a I don't know I don't know where I'm going with that but (laughs) just like give an experience you know like in the body of um that lack or like I don't where was I going with that? Can I take it? Maybe I don't know if this is exactly where you're going, but um, I think uh, like, OK, if you are coming from this like hydrated lens or like your body is hydrated, right? I feel like you really notice the dehydration more. Yeah. And so it's like you can I uh, OK, I guess I'm going to kind of take this somewhere else, but it's like you can experience that dehydration like you can have that glass of wine. But I feel like what ends up happening is that you're like, oh, but then that dehydrates me and I like don't feel okay. great. That's exactly where I was trying to take it. So thank you. Because it's like you can experience it. It's not like you're not like oh, I can never be dehydrated. I don't yeah. see it. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to I don't want to take it in. It's like you can see it and recognize the the difference yeah. of how it feels in your body physically or emotionally or mentally or, you know, spiritually or whatever. You can, you can like dip your toe in yeah. have, to understand the contrast. 
Yeah. Well, and I feel like that's just like a huge aspect of the human experience, right? Like, I think that we get so stuck in polarity, right? That there's, it's like this concept that we have to be these like pure, perfect, I'm always in love and centered, but like by not always being there, by like having moments where you like, yeah, you allow yourself to be angry or maybe you're like, you know, you allow yourself to be pissed at somebody maybe longer than you quote should be pissed <laughs> at them, right? Like you have these experiences and then you have this more like, you have a, a broader like understanding or understanding of, of, of um, the spectrum of it all. And then that really comes back to choice, right? Then it's like you're choosing from an informed place. Yeah. So when you have a glass of wine, it's like, I understand what I am choosing right now because I've had all these experiences of like allowing myself to do it before. And yes, that is, you hit the... <laughs> right on the head because it is about having that like broad understanding of what is available and then coming into your power and choosing what it is that you want to consume or I don't even, I don't think that's the right word but like what you want to focus your energy on or your mm-hmm. attention and where you want to put it you know like you get to choose yeah. where you put it and that is just like I want to say that that's like what the entire human experience is about yeah like be and even if you're you don't firsthand experience something we have the opportunity to listen to other people's experiences in their bodies yeah gain understanding or understanding for ourselves of what's possible or what's available for us to also experience if we choose to. Yeah. Okay, I feel like this is like so relevant right now because like, at least I'll I'll speak from my like personal experience. I feel like there's so much that I have learned about like our systems, like the medical, you know, industry and science and government and like all of these big systems that kind of um, I suppose, control our society or kind of like at the the head of our society. And I've allowed myself to be really open to hearing different perspectives than what I've grown up being told. And it's not that I'm necessarily like, you know, diving deep into like, I'm not just totally like going the other polar end of what I've been told, but like this openness to like hear someone else's perspective to like hear something that like contradicts what you know like that information right that like informing allows you to like actually make a choice because i think so many like so many people or so many times we feel like we are making a choice but like when you don't know what you don't know like you're not really choosing something you know what i mean like if you don't know that there's another option then like you're not really making a choice. Yeah. Mm. Mic drop. We're done. <laughs> and okay, I've been thinking that for a while, will ya? <laughs> I've been thinking about this one for a while. <laughs> because the big place that I've been, for me personally, where this has really been coming up is like, is, um, the idea of living in a sovereign community or like living in a community where you truly get to like basically live your life the way you want to live your life. And I feel like for so long, it's like there's been just been so many like excuses made for like 
the way things are happening or like you know we're kind of like why it can't be different yeah we're like it's always been this way so it's just gonna keep being this way they're doing the best they can like this is just what we have and it's like when you like like for me like with the sovereign like sovereign living it's like oh my god like there's actually like another way to live i don't have to keep like the only reason i'm have been making excuses is because i feel like it's my only option and then to be like presented even just with like conceptually right the concept of it it's like oh i don't have to like fuck that <laughs> like i don't have yeah. to anymore like I can live a different way like I can choose to do it differently because now I know there is another way yeah a hundred percent I'm right there with you it's like seeing that it's possible is like oh well then like you said you get to make a conscious choice of like well I'm gonna I'm gonna check out this way and just see how it works out for me you know see what I find there um because we don't have to just accept what's being shown to us Mm -hmm. right we don't have to just accept what's right in front of our face especially because like we can we've always like and i'm just i speaking to you and speaking to myself and speaking to anyone listening who literally has their whole life been like there's got to be a different way there's Mm got to be another way there's got to be something better we all feel that like don't you can't even deny it like you know you felt it at one point in your life there's got to be something something better than this like and i i love that like bridget always says our friend bridget always says like if you can see the problem you're part of the solution like you have the answer that is the solution and like you're part of the way to that new way so like it's funny that like i can say everyone has thought that like we all know that there's another way and we just aren't like maybe you're not ready to like venture out into the exploration because leaving what you know and to go into the unknown and search something out or be curious about it can be really scary but like it's also kind of fucking exciting (laughs) because then you find the proof that you always knew was there Mm -hmm. through your experience of exploring your options oh guys it's happening (laughs) it's so crazy um that's awesome i feel like we really rounded that out (laughs) who knew that's where it was gonna go but i'm so glad it did (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much for being here today friends and listening in on this episode of contemplative state we are so endlessly grateful for your support and mostly for you being in your own contemplative state for having an open mind and an open heart to listen not only to yourself which is the most important but also to listening to others' viewpoints, others' experiences, and for sharing in ours here on this podcast. We are so grateful for you and can't wait to record another episode for you next week. See you soon. Stay curious, friends.